So I'm joined by Peter Donegan, and we're here to talk about RTE DIY SOS. And uh, there's a couple of very interesting gardens in it, which, and the three of them are very, very different gardens. So Peter's going to tell us a little bit about those gardens and maybe the design aspects of them from uh, a very experienced garden designer's perspective and how maybe those things can be translated back into your own garden. So Peter, you're very welcome to Master My Garden Podcast. John, thanks for having me back on. Good to see you again. Um, so maybe tell us a little bit about the tree gardens uh, from a design perspective, what, what they look like and the challenges and what you had to do to, you know, to make these gardens special for the people that, that they were designed for. Yeah, before I answer that, there's a, a lawnmower sound in the, in the background for your <laughs> listeners. And uh, we've paid them, especially just because I knew you were coming, John, yeah. to turn up. We only paid him for half an hour now, so we can't leave him much longer yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, but anyway, hopefully it's not too loud for you. Uh, so DIY SOS, the big build of Ireland, is um, what I can only describe as a, a life-changing uh, TV show for people who deserve something to make a special, I suppose, change. And that, that sounds maybe a little bit... Um, like I'm pushing it a bit too much, lawnmower stopped. Uh, but it involves one part, which is an entire team who will revolutionize the house and then also as part of that, the garden. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm one part of a mahusive team, uh, predominantly made of, or almost entirely, my apologies, made of, uh, volunteer services and also, um, products that are, donated so the the job of of design when you put it in that note becomes a little bit trickier because it's a, a sort of a um way the scales of what would you like to do versus what you can mm-hmm. actually do but it's i have to say it's quite a privilege and a, and a slightly surreal to be a part of such a such a story but yeah very good and the gardens themselves they're from what I understand, three very, very different gardens um, in three different locations around Ireland. So maybe tell us a little bit about them, um, maybe individually, and you know what what you had to do to make the, these gardens come to life. So, yeah, well, to say they're different is is unreal. Uh, Tipperary was uh, recorded, I think that was sort of September. Uh, 2019 or or was it October? I can't remember. Apologies. Um, that was about one and a half thousand square meters of grass. Uh, but we've only got, I say eight days. We've actually got about seven and a half days to do the entire show. Uh, we had 16 people laying that lawn across the acre, two acres of ground that it was in. There's obviously an entire house to be finished. Um, and to put it in context, I think we had one area deck. Uh, and the deck was actually being built with the spindles going up whilst the outer wall of the raised planter that came up to floor level, standing at about waist height in total. If you're at home, I apologize. You might have to pe- play this back for yourself to, to get it in your head, um, uh, correctly. But they were building, uh, plastering the outer uh, skin of the wall. We were putting the lip across it in hardwood whilst the soil was going in and another team was in behind and planting it and 16 people had that entire deck complete probably in the space of about two hours wow it's 
everything that you think is impossible is done at a sort of a Vorsprung Dirk technique. They've got all of the, the, the proper, you know, civil engineers, architects, et cetera, in. Everything's done by the book, but everything is just done at a sort of a, an extremely fast paced level. So show gardening, for those who are used to it, instead of building a deck on site, you would almost try and bring the whole thing in, crane it into place. Yeah. That's if you can get a crane. And, and that was just one part of the tip. Yeah. And tell us a bit about the garden itself then. So what were the main features and what did you have to design into it? What were what were the main things that you had to feature in it? So, well, I, I've got a very, um, I've got a very privileged, I, I say privileged, I feel very humble to be part of it. And I'm very much left to my own devices, uh, which, <laughs> which I giggled at the first time I heard it uh, myself say it out loud. But it is true. They, they sort of hired me or took me on to do this. And then you're sort of left on your own. So, so my job is just to follow what I believe is dream it and to make a garden that either in Tipperary's case, my, the way I had it in my head was that it would pay ode to the house. The house was just fascinated me and the story behind it. Uh, if your listeners have seen it, um, a husband who'd passed away, uh, quite a, very sad, died within a very short space of time. Um, and, and left a, a house that I described as, you know, it would have become a sort of a monolith. It would have become a, a space that could never have been done unless you'd got one of these sort of miracle, I say miracle, strong word to use or a very strong word to use, but, you know, some sort of epiphany kind of came in and, and made it all right. And I think, you know, when you're taking Michael, who, who was the husband of, of Sinead and uh, a father as well with three kids and, you take that into consideration. It, it it's a very surreal place to place yourself into. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you've got a sort of a heart in your body, uh, then it's quite easy to do the the right thing. Um, my mom used to always say, like, if if you can be a big kid, you can daydream. If you want to put pound signs after that, it's a different story. <laughs> and I, I hope that makes sense. But in this one, I think it was sort of remembering. Uh, remembering a father and a husband in a, in a right way of doing it. So we, we, we had a couple of things to, to obviously create that little bit of um, a distraction or, or escapism. I'll bite that maybe momentary. I know we had a, a treehouse um, with a view over the, what I can only describe as the veils, if you were to draw a, a cartooned picture or a picture when you were, you know, a crayons of a farmland uh, with a tractor in the top right-hand corner and sunshine in the top left, one of them, that's what it looked like. We had windows around it, the whole thing, and we telecommunications between the main house and the tree house, so the mom could press the intercom and the camera would beam onto the son playing the PlayStation in this tree house, and he'd come up on the tall screen, they could chat to him, she'd go, your dinner's ready, he'd just come running up. Class. Um, we had a glass house, uh, uh, which I wanted to, I wanted to put it on a timer, and we worked very closely with them, uh, the electrician Stephen from Kirby's, and we got these uh, LED lights to go up the, the seam, hidden into the seams of the, the glasses. So at night time, it glowed like a Kerrygold advert. Right. But we'd taken some of um, Michael's wood and we'd made furniture in it. And so we sort of made a, a see-through she shed, if I can borrow a, a variation of a term, yeah. where mom could go and sit and have a cup of coffee. And we'd obviously got electrics into it. And uh, But ultimately, it was a, a place to remember a, a man and, and a, a sort of a a bittersweet home if you'll allow me to describe it at that yeah. um, and and gardens were for me as a kid 
as you well know, John, they were always sort of getaways. Nothing changed in, in the real world, but when I was six years of age, you, you got distracted and you, you walked away and you, you know, you daydreamed. Yeah. It's important to be able to do that. Yeah, go to your garden and play with your worms and yeah, yeah, yeah very much so as it happens now go up into your tree house with your intercom on it it's very very snazzy it sounds great it's it's not but then uh, that i that i'm reminded you know we'd also put in the the gaelic you know half a gaelic football pitch as well we, yeah we, we got that in and i know the son was a big huge hurling fan and i hope uh, it's not facing the glass house no <laughs> certainly <laughs> certainly not no 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 but it, i think all bases were sort of covered but but as i said to you from a garden's design point of view um i'll say what i said about a garden we'd we'd done recently in dublin and um i think one comment was that it was a lovely house and i said one we've made it into a lovely home but number two it's also important as a designer to uh, be willing to play bass player to the lead singer the lead singer was the house and in this case we certainly played back up to to that but no problem and a good designer knows when to take a step back and and let the other thing take center stage so yeah Um, on the other hand when we go to uh, the garden in Limerick uh, Amy your listeners might be aware of the story. Amy was a 13 year old girl. I'm open to correction on that, but there, thereabouts, who'd had a boating accident and, and was placed below water for a, a period of time. There was some effect on the, uh, the brain, uh, paralyzed from the waist down. The lawnmowers come back. My apologies if that's a little bit too loud for you. Um, but she was told she'd never walk again. Uh, again, I'm open to correction on this. My apologies, but never speak again. And the, the remit for, that I set for myself was to design a, a garden for a girl who, for a young woman, a young lady, if I'm allowed to say that. Um, but one that would not remind her that she had uh, disabilities. So we spent a lot of time, or I spent a lot of time working with her occupational therapist. But my, my imagination on how one would learn to walk in my ignorance was that there would be sort of two bars and one would have both arms on, on either bar. And we were, I was corrected, uh, in, in working alongside her OT, her occupational therapist in that no would have to be assisted walking, which means you have one person on one side of you and you used a bar on the other side for support. And so we made this big, huge, ginormous three and a half meter long pink gazebo, not because she was a girl. If she was a 70 year old man, it still would have been pink. Pink is the ultimate, and it's not my first time uh, to to use that colour, says you. But we put a a big, solid timber mahogany frame the whole way around it, and then used only ericaceous plants. So in the middle of February, recording this, we got 12, 14 foot heights of camellias in flower, and everything was an, everything was a distraction. But we'd also routed in the depth of Amy's fingers and the arc of her tongue into the mahogany timber so when you looked you saw this very eloquent raised planter but it wasn't that wasn't the case that was never meant to be and that's but that's what people saw so again it's that what you see is not always you know mm-hmm. what was sort of hidden in between uh, there were no falls for patio um we had a very small space that was literally the side alley of a garden it may not look like that when you see it but that's what it was when we got there um, and we built her an L-shaped uh, shed again. Her, her uh, equipment for for exercise for getting better was in there, but it was also facing the um, extension where the 
craned in and, and they were fitting the kitchen, I think, on the second day. It was phenomenal how they did the construction lads did that. But their breakfast room would have been facing Amy's own room. And so we mirrored tinted the windows so that you couldn't see her. And then we spoke with her occupational therapist and we ended up getting in sort of a, so if she fell, there was a sort of a Google Home call mom. And that sort of got us around that part. But yeah. just phenomenal when you take a space that size and you take a stand back and you take the use of colour as distraction solely. And then you turn around and say, well, everything, including the height at which the um, her gardening elements were set at, but it doesn't look like that. So when she gets better, and I hope she does, and I hope it's sooner rather than later, um, the garden won't need to be edited in any way at all. So it's like a it's like a normal garden. Inverted commas, yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And then uh, um, I think the next one then was uh, leak slip. And leak slip, um, you, you'll have to correct me, John, on the the, the name for the the um, condition that the two twins have. Uh, two wonderful uh, young boys who've got full-time tracheotomies, 24-hour, round-the-clock care required. Um, uh, to quote uh, one of the lads involved in the programme, the parents haven't slept in eight years or slept properly, my apologies. Uh, I know it's like to have that for nine months with my own daughter. Uh, I've no idea what it's like for eight years. Um, and a young son, Riley, who's six, who reminds me of myself out my own back garden, goofing away as one of eight children, um, but is big into gardening. And so we've um, we've made him a, a, a what I can only describe as a quasi fat policeman meets glass house, <laughs> uh, meets a spaceship, meets a bird hide uh, on stilts with a trapdoor in the bottom of it and another ladder up and then a trapdoor out the top. Uh, the wiring of it, this is the attention to detail and everything that we've done from uh, huge credit to the people I work with on it. And I'm, and it's a massive team and it's months of just to get it all to happen in eight days. But we've got the wiring of it coming in up one of the fake legs of the spaceship. Uh, uh, Dad's shed is, again, a bit like Amy's bespoke, built hand almost. Sorry, I've got a squeaky chair as well as a lawnmower going off. Um but uh, dad's dad shed bespoke built wrapped everything uh the, the work we did with roadstone even getting the, the the stone samples together that alone just stone samples mm. was probably three and a half weeks four weeks just to get it right for again the design we're very grateful for for sort of what we're being offered mm. but at the same token you want it to, to look good and again i'll double underline it a massive team behind the scenes um and, and uh it really says a lot about Ireland in a, in a world gone mad when you scratch your head and say, you know, where's the, where's Kermit the Frog singing about the, the Rainbow Collective? And all of a sudden, you know, this thing comes in, you're asked to be a part of it. And you're going, holy wow, this is just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Tell, us, tell us a bit more about the spaceship. So it's, <clears throat> it's essentially like, it's not even like a treehouse. It's like a spin top on four legs. Yeah. So I was up in Riley's. I asked his, his mom and dad if he could show me his, his bedroom because my bedroom had posters of plants. And so I was expecting to see like a, you know, a, a Led Zepp poster or what had I got in my room at the time? I, had a, I think I had a Who poster and a Led Zepp poster and a Sergeant Pepper's poster yeah. and everything else was trees sort of thing and bits of arsenal or something along the lines of. And I thought I might get something out of that. And when I went up, he had a poster of trees and he had a poster of birds. 
And he'd, one of these wee little spinny tops that you'd know from, well, I'd know from when I was a kid. I don't see them around too much. And the colours reminded me of uh, of this cartoon of a spaceship that I'd seen. The lawnmower's getting closer. And um, and I, I sent, I rang Martin and CDS Engineering. Do you want me to close them doors, will I? No, it's okay. Um, I rang Martin and CDS Engineering and I said, I have a, a cunning plan. And he went, what, if, what are you daydreaming now? And I sent him the two photographs. And I think he was more confused afterwards. But we, we've made this on stilts, uh, open a trap door on the bottom, lift it, raised off the ground, climb in through the bottom, close the trap door, another ladder up, like almost coming out of a tank out the top of it, but you're nestled in between the trees. And then we've uh, glass sort of going 180 around. Obviously, you don't want to be looking to the neighbor's side. Uh, and we've put in sort of seed germination kits and grow your, basically to, to fire the, 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 the belly, if you want to call it that. Yeah, put yeah. a little bit of fuel into it. And what kid doesn't want to, don't get me wrong, John. I love glass houses. I, but, and, and I'm a, I'm an old, I was an old man when I was six years of age. But nobody, but no, everybody wants a spaceship, rocket yeah. ship, come fat policeman, come spinny top inspired. Come glass house. house. Yeah. With, yeah. And, and that's what we, that's what we built. Yeah. Yeah, phenomenal. That and, sounds, crane, and, and, and craned it in over the house because we couldn't get it down the side alley. Yeah, it sounds like something that everybody everybody who sees the programme <clears> is going to want to get. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of requests. <laughs> Can we get this in the garden? I I, I think when... Um, I think there's two options. And I remember having a conversation with, uh, with Baz, uh, the presenter, about Amy's. And, and mid-show, when all of the stone, the hardcore was in, and the, the hardcore is jet black... And we had this pink gabion and a pink lean-to structure and pink things. And he said to me, I'm not mad about the, the pink. And I said, well, that's fine. You don't, you don't have to be. Amy does. And, um, I think in this one, it would have been very easy to build a garden that, you know, suited Peter and looked nice and was grand. But I'm, I'm not the, the client. As I spoke to Baz off camera at the time, I'm, I'm not the client. He, the six-year-old is. Yeah. If he doesn't like, you know, purple cabbage and he prefers leeks, grown leeks instead, that's that's a brilliant problem to have. If he wants to paint it yellow in three years' time, it's absolutely fine. But um, it was very easy for me to become the six-year-old daydreamer all over again and inspired by this wee little dinky spinny top, which is the size of my thumb. Yeah, it's brilliant. And uh, and, and I just hope it makes another six-year-old daydream but, but you you have to bear in mind or, or it's worth considering maybe john my apologies you're six years of age and you're a carer for your two brothers who are eight years of age i'll go back and say the same thing i said about amy the same thing i said uh, about the, the the job in tipperary the garden in tipperary my apologies never a job um that distraction is is all it's about if you don't like a spaceship in your back garden i'll i'll be i'll be delighted yeah. I'd be delighted, but you know what a yeah yeah. It's a phenomenal show. Like I, I, I'd never seen it until it it came to Ireland. Like, and it is. It's a I've I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen the principle of it even. So it's a great show, and it brings you know it brings happiness to people's lives. But it, I, w- I just want to give you a funny one, John, on the the Tipperary build, which was the first one that we did. I don't know how they air, but it was the first garden that we, we, we did first overall build. My apologies. Um, the crew in there, and this will give you how infectious and how wonderful it is. Um, it's very easy to turn on the negative, but this is, 
it, this is like watching the Marx Brothers and having custard donuts at the same time. It's just everything that makes you smile that is wonderful in the world. And um, they came in, uh, they came into the Limerick build, and it was the brothers of Michael who had passed, and they handmade me the timber alongside Michael's godfather. Uh, they made the timber thing to go around the gabion and did the rail into the timber for me and measured in Amy's, the, the, the swing of her thumb, if you understand me, so she could hold it. So it was like an almost a passing and a baton uh, across from one garden to the other. That's number one. And number two, um, they set up their own mini DIY SOS in Tipperary. And they've, they're, at, at last time I spoke to them on the Limerick build, uh, I should see them on the leak slip one as well, I'm sure. <laughs> Lovely bunch of lads. But they they had actually started working on a house for somebody who was in desperate need of a miracle. Oh. And all of, again, same thing again, all of the local suppliers, everybody was involved in that. They're still going. They've set up their own one. Like, it's infectious. Like it's a community one. one. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it really is, John. And, and again, that, that can only... So that's two things out of just the first one yeah. that I'm aware of that made me smile. I just think it's magic. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's a su- super show. It's great to see. Yeah. It's great to see it uh, coming to Ireland, and it's great to see it having a positive impact on people's lives. Um, so what's what else is happening? What's coming down the pipeline for yourself? Oh, wow. Um, well, we're due back to France. Um, we won't mention uh, uh, the possibilities of uh, never getting on an airplane again or anything along those lines, but we're, we're due back. Contracts are sort of signed or in place. So the core chart uh, for your listeners, I think last time we spoke, did we mention the, the, the French garden? Uh, you'd finished and you'd mentioned about being there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So due back there for that one. Might be doing another show garden in France. Uh, there's a choice of two there at the minute. Uh, it's nice to be able to say. And the courtyard is certainly on the way and we're working actively on the designs that that modern technology has revolutionized how things are done. Um, and we've a couple of projects on the go in Ireland at the minute. And so I'm, I'm, I'm think I'm in a quite a privileged. That's great. Position. Um, yeah. I'm good, but things are good, John. Things are good. Work. I work with nice people, surrounded by nice people and. Nice gardens as That's well. That's the way to have it. Yeah. So, Peter, it's been a great chat again. Um, great to hear about uh, DIY SOS, the big build, and, and about the gardens in Ireland. They sound brilliant. Can't wait to see the spaceship. And uh, <laughs> thanks very much for coming on Master My Garden Podcast, and we'll talk again soon. Pleasure as always, John. Thank you so much, and thanks to your listeners for allowing me rabbit on. Pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs>